Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and uh, ha- and Rugby Chat um, as well. I said Hash Rugby Chat. That's been a long time since we've done that show. Uh, but uh, yes, there we go. Uh, in a new location, as you can see, you'll probably be able to hear my girls in the background at some point. Um, but yeah, got the Waikato, got the beer ready for um, a five o'clock on the dot when we can uh, crack it open. Don't want to crack it open earlier. Um, the uh, good news, obviously, if you haven't already read, uh, listened to um, the announcement is that um, Auckland 09 is going down to level three. So that will go down Tuesday or so tomorrow evening. Um, so uh, well done, 09, at getting yourselves into a place where we can come down. So thank you for all sticking with the rules uh, and uh, continue with that. Well done. Um, also, uh, the so yeah, so we'll, we'll, um, we'll have a chat about that. We'll, also, we'll chat about the Farrah Palmer Cup because uh, three teams have been pulled out from that. Uh, the Fiji Drua have announced their first five players. And I'm not going to do that, um, as well as um, what could the impact on the NPC be of those things. And uh, joining me, but it looks like he's frozen. No, no, there he is. Is uh, Shane? How are you doing, sir? Well, how are you? Um, good, thank you. Now, uh, uh, obviously, you got your Wallabies um, scarf on there, so very happy with the results at the weekend. Very, very happy, Paul. Um, uh, you know me um, from news on Twitter that I don't talk it up. We've still got um, six more tests to go. But um, to to beat the world champions two times in a row um, and to bring the Mandela Plate back to Rugby AU headquarters, where it belongs, um, is just <laughs> um, I hold the Mandela Plate equal to the Bledisloe Cup. Um, it's... It's wow. always a very tough test against South Africa, and we've had two of them. And um, just just thrilled for them. We don't get too many thrills in Australian rugby these days, but um, to to, <laughs> to get that trophy back is is great. Cool. Now the uh, first beer. There we go. It's lockdown beers, folks. Stop working uh, and uh, start winding down for the end of the day. Um, is uh, my recommendation. So, yeah, so well done for all of these. Obviously, they've got um, the Pumas coming up this coming weekend, um, whilst uh, the All Blacks 
will be taking on the uh, Springboks in the 100th test or 100th anniversary test match um, this uh, coming Saturday. So obviously we will be live straight after both those games with post-match reactions um, for both of those. Also this coming weekend, we have, I, I will be at a couple of games, um, both hosted by Bay of Plenty. Obviously all the games in the 09, so Auckland, Counties Manukau and also North Harbour are obviously cancelled or postponed. Unfortunately, from a Farrah Palmer Cup point of view, those three teams have now uh, basically been pulled out of the tournament um, with uh, just this week, this weekend being the last round of games. So um, what does that mean? Well, um, the uh, and uh, that, that means that um, we will have a final series, but the final series will be, will be take the three teams, have a preliminary final and a final. So uh, in the... Um, Premiership, that means that Canterbury have will basically go through, uh, well, I expect them to beat Otago this weekend, which will probably see them go through as champions straight to the final. Um, now, if Wellington Pride beat uh, Bay of Plenty, then they will go through to the preliminary final against Waikato women uh, before going on, obviously, in a final after that. If they lose that game, then Waikato goes straight through to the final in the Premiership. Uh, so that's how the that's how that one's working. Down in the uh, championship, it's going to be Manawatu, Cyclones, Northland, uh, and Hawks Bay. So it looks like Hawks, Hawks, Hawks Bay, one round of games all to go. Uh, Hawks Bay will travel up to Northland probably for the um, preliminary final uh, to see who gets to go down to uh, Palmerston North to take on Manawatu in, uh, for the promotion. Because uh, this is the first time we'll have promotion and relegation, or first time we'll have relegation in the Farrah Palmer Cup. So, um, it's all uh, uh, all a bit of a mess, unfortunately, due to COVID. Uh, but I guess you guys over in Australia have been kind of used to this kind of thing happening. Messes, certainly, just like my kitchen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, it, we haven't had an NRC since 2019 um, because of COVID and um, obviously a few other things. But um, good on the, the Kiwis for... Continuing on with the, um, I think it's what's it called again? So we've got uh, so we've got the Farrah Palmer Cup, which is the women's one, and then we've got the Bunnings NPC. Obviously, Bunnings uh, an Australian company uh, that's uh, yeah. uh, sponsoring um, our the the, yeah, the national national provincial championship over here. Um, so yeah, so uh, let's say that that's what's going on there. Um, in the MPC, uh, so I, say, I will be at the uh, Bay of Plenty versus, or I'm planning, sorry, but I'm trying to go, I'm planning to be at the Bay of Plenty versus Wellington game in the Farrah Palmer Cup on Saturday. Um, and I will be at the Bay of Plenty versus, who are they playing again, um, versus Taranaki um, on the Sunday. Uh, I'll definitely be at that one. The, the Saturday one um, is still, I need to get some uh, confirmation first on that one. But um, so two games I'll be at this weekend, plus those. Uh, I say post-match champion. Um, for the, uh, I just want to cover off on this, Stephen, and then we'll have, then we'll have a chat about um, what Pollard's been saying in the media in the Rugby Championship. But in the MPC, folks, um, it looks like a quite big question mark is going to be, can Auckland, North Harbour and uh, County Manukau uh, get a business exemption to travel out of Auckland? Um, if they do, then, because uh, they'll have missed rounds three and four, definitely. Uh, which is that which is last weekend and, and this coming weekend um the if they get if they get that exemption to get out then they'll be basically 
available from round five. So they'll have missed two games um, with six games left to go. Um, so six rounds to make up those two games. Uh, talk is that they'll be based in Taupo, um, but there's also been talk that Auckland might be based out of Cambridge, um, I think. So we'll see where where those uh, where those where those teams go. But that's what they're trying to do is try and get an exemption to travel outside of um, Auckland for level three and then stay out. Um, if they can't, then it'll look like those three, four, five, and six probably. So four games and then have um, sort of four games to catch up in just three weeks, which would be a lot to do. So um, the, the, I guess the NPC is really reliant on those teams being allowed out of Auckland and to base themselves probably in Taupo, as I say, but potentially also in uh, Cambridge, or one of them potentially in Cambridge. So um, we'll have to see um, how that goes. Uh, Aaron says uh, it's not a real competition without Auckland. Well, dear me. Uh, he's showing his uh, his blue his, uh, his, the, 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 his his blood run, runs blue there, and not because all of the <laughs> Well, yeah, all North Harbour, all counties, are, um, Aaron, but I don't think he really uh, he cares about those two as much. I'll be honest. So yes, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, I expect we'll get an announcement in the next couple of days as to whether those uh, have whether those teams managed to get out of um, those locations. And use uh, as well. They have to play one or two games midweek um, just to catch up the ones they've had already. So uh, look out for storm weeks in those. So that's kind of the local New Zealand news, folks. Oh, actually, no. Um, yeah, that's the local New Zealand news. Um, so Shane, have you read uh, um, Pollard's comments about uh, Australia getting away with stuff off the ball? No. I've read some social media comments of um, <laughs> of some, let's say, some angry Springbok supporters um, who are in the um, Rousey camp, I suppose, um, that are that are a bit upset about certain things that have happened over the last couple of games. Um, let me say, and, and I love the Springboks. Um, I love the Springboks. I love when we play them because it's always a tough game. But it's it's getting a bit beyond a joke now, um, complaining all the time about referees. But I haven't seen Pollard's comments, so please elaborate for me. Well, I've, I've not read them either, but he mentioned something about how the Wallabies and the others uh, were getting away with stuff off the ball. Um, now, I'll be... Um, uh, look, all teams do stuff off the ball. And I, I did see one tweet that really rang true um, to me, which was that this isn't a comment about what happened last weekend, really, and more so a comment about what uh, the box want to want the referee to look at in the uh, coming weekend. Um, and uh, the, yeah, basically, they want the, uh, the, the they're trying to point out the by, by complaining about the Wallabies, they're trying to point out what the All Blacks do off the ball. Um, and uh, there were a few comments that like, yeah, if you think if you think the Wallabies get away with stuff, wait till you see what the All Blacks do. And then when this person pointed out they were actually thinking about the future rather than the past, you do uh, you do kind of uh, you do kind of it does, that does kind of um, uh, ring true uh, on that one. A case as well done to the Wallabies and Shane. Uh, I'm not sure Shane did that much apart from watching and enjoy it. Um, LB says he's here for his apology. Now look, LB, I, I personally don't think the the I, I know you 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 believe that the box spread the ball a lot more 
uh, and that they moved away from their game plan. I'm not so sure about that one, um, but um, yeah, so I'm not, no, apology not forthcoming because I still don't believe they changed their game plan that much uh, in that game. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all getting a bit silly, isn't it? As you said, uh, that we, 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 we're kind of playing around with the media, trying to influence or tell referees to look at. And it's not just the, the, the Springboks that do this, to be honest with you folks. Obviously, um, a lot of the other referees, I mean, a lot of the other um, coaches and stuff do it as well. But um, it, it does all seem to be getting a little bit, a little bit silly, doesn't it, Shane? Yeah, um, and I can remember times I used to complain about a certain number seven who wore a Crusaders and All Blacks jumper um, doing certain things off the ball, and it cost him a super, cost his team a Super Rugby title, if I remember, to this side. Um, and um, I think he cost his team another game against the Waratahs a year later when he got yellow carded. Um, Everybody knows I, I love Richie as well. What a wonderful player he was. So, But, look, I watched the first few minutes of Russie's video the other day, and I've got to say again, you know me, Paul, I respect people that have done great things in rugby, but it's, you can't complain and complain and complain. Uh, how many times have us Wallabies fans complained about our own performances? Or um, I don't complain about referees anymore because um, I don't think there's a point to it. I think I think you just move on to the next test match and prove yourself um, with your skill levels. And, um, you know, what better way to prove it against the All Blacks next week in Townsville with the centenary test? Yep, and you know, LB says here, look, uh, the rest of the world stop banging on um, us. But yeah, look, you're, you're right. Look, I say, as I say, it's I say, all teams make comments about the about about refs. It's just it's all it just feels like over the last few months, it's all just got a bit too silly um, from a lot of I say from from, from a lot of people there. Um, and he's quite right. This is a championship team, but it does it is a team that looks um, to basically uh, have run out of steam. From my point of view, it's what I said yesterday, uh, and I think they are going to have to switch things up for the next game. Uh, which is going to be interesting to see how uh, how they do use that depth. Also, I think it's key. I think it's also key that um, Razzie isn't there, and I do see him as being their kind of motivational leader of that team. When we've seen those videos he's put out, um, uh, so again, yeah, him not being in Australia is, is also a big a big part of it as well. Perhaps of, of them not not looking up. I mean, to say they're not up for the game I think is unfair. They're obviously trying, but I just don't. I just think they're they're mentally tired. Uh, if not physically tired um, at the moment. Can I say, um, Paul, um, that we we shouldn't forget either that the Springboks didn't play Test Rugby last year and they started very late with the Super Rugby um, Unlocked um, series. Um, and that's probably affected... Uh, maybe some some rust on international wise. However, they did beat the Lions, I know, um, and maybe that's taken a lot out of them as well physically, because everybody knows when you play a Test series against the British and Irish Lions, they go to a Southern Hemisphere nation. Um, it's it's not backline running, it's forwards, um, and 
Um, I just think that maybe the Springboks have got to find that balance right, as well as, you know, they've got a very good kicking game, but maybe they should run the ball a little bit more, maybe not do two phases, then kick. That works against the British and Irish lines, but they need they need to build up their phase play and, and their confidence from there, I think, as well. Yeah, look, there's 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 definitely uh say uh, yeah I, I just think that I say I think emotionally they're not um or, or mentally they're tired thing is is, is caused. And we saw that at the Rugby World Cup as well. Look, um, the, the the All Blacks got up for the Ireland game in the quarterfinal, um, and then struggled to get up again for the England game. England really got up for the All Blacks and then struggled to get up for the final. Uh, whereas um, the, uh, the Springboks didn't have quite such a big um, uh, a, a big uh, what do you call it? A, a big game heading up to that final. But anyway, yeah, I, I, th- I think those, those games do take a lot out of you mentally. Getting up for a game and then having to get yourself back up for another game, um, I think, takes a lot of a lot of work um, in that one. Um, so that's yeah, that's that's sort of that part of it. Um, uh, LB records that yeah, Pollard needs to be benched. Delende could be benched too, um, as well. Mapimpi also have a rest for Mullen. Um, should come off the bench. Uh, he did He's only just come back from uh, uh, from injury. And um, Mostert. Well, I think Mostert needs to start in the row and not 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 in, not in the blind side, not in that seven jersey. Um, because the South Africa use their seven jerseys, their blind side, not their open side, unlike the rest of the world. So I think they need to be. Um, uh, there does need to be a, a, a change um, there in that one. Um, Simon says, Shane, uh, strange one for Reds fans to be wearing a Warsaw's jersey. Yeah, good point. What are you wearing a Warsaw's jersey for? Okay, there's a story behind this. Um, I was, at, I love going to the op shops um, that we have around Tamworth. Um, and and I love um, the, you know, because it, it's part of the community. And it's, um, there was about a, a, and then I was looking around at all the shirts and, and I saw a Waratahs jumper in there, and I was like, how much is it? It's $5. So I said, well, it's um, I might as well have it as a bit of a token gift as a Reds fan. Um, it's actually a Super 12. Um, oh, wow. Super 12, so go, go back. Um, so it's, a, it's going vintage, back. Practically. So it's, um, it's got the HSBC sponsor there, and... Um, that's, I've got to say, it's, it's pretty comfortable. Very good. Very good. Uh, LB says, yeah, uh, a Reds fan wearing a Tars jersey, a site he thought he'd never see. Um, you'll see me wearing all sorts of jerseys. Um, but, so, yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's something. Um, uh, uh, and talking about the what about um, Australia, so, so Stephen, um, Stephen Harris here, uh, not, news, not me on using, using the New Zealand Sports Radio um, tag, but he talked about Raylene Castle, about how, look, obviously she took a lot of flack at the time, but a couple of her legacies have been, obviously, uh, there as a um, as the head coach and also forcing the uh, broadcast change from Fox to uh, Stan. I mean, those are two, fa- those are two really good legacies of, 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 uh, of her time, pretty short time, uh, as CEO of Rugby Australia, aren't they? It's interesting, Steve um, and Paul. I um, actually opposed both the broadcast changes and um, Rennie's appointment. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think I reluctantly accepted it because there was no alternative coach in the end. I, I must admit that I wanted Rugby Australia and Eddie Jones to make their peace and to break the bank to bring Eddie Jones home if they couldn't get Jake White. Um, I um, must admit that um, I was pretty lo- and still am loyal to Fox Sports with their rugby league. Um, but I think that the Stan AU, Stan Sport AU have done an excellent job um, and Channel 9 is a free-to-air broadcaster. Um, I think Dave Rennie has, has done well. Um, with, with the appointment of Dave Rennie, there was also the year before, and I'll give Raylene Castle this huge credit. She, she bought Scott Johnson, who was the director of rugby in Scotland, back home to Australia. And he has used his influence and his networks to bring um, Wise Mantle back from England, who was a Wallabies assistant coach before he went to England, and has brought Matt Taylor back from Scotland as our defence coach. Um, so the appointment of Scott Johnson is... Um, I've got to give Scott a lot of credit as well as... Um, as Dave Rennie so, and Raylene Castle and, and maybe, just maybe, um, we look at, we've, we've looked at so many negatives at Australian rugby and it was never as people, as, as, as individuals, it was more the, what they were offering and maybe we're starting to see some of those steps being proven right. So, so well done, Raylene, and, and all the best in, in what you're doing now. And and I think you can see that it's bearing some fruit. Yeah, she's head of New Zealand Sport now uh, over here in um, uh, over here in New Zealand. So yeah, uh, in in a, a much more one, well, not not a very public role. Uh, in all honesty, we, we see occasional bits of her about about what she's doing in the paper, but very rarely. It's not a, it's not a, it's not the same as your um, head of, CEO of of uh, New Zealand rugby or rugby Australia, um, yeah, it's a much more low key role, um, but uh, yeah, she's that, that's where she is now. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, and he says, yeah, it's with the um, uh, the, the scrum coach of uh, the Wallabies as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, look, the words on the whole, the South Africa scrum was stronger, but the Wallabies definitely had some techniques in there where they could where the, which, which they they could switch things up and go right, we're going to win this scrum, 
Um, and there were specific scrums which they targeted to, to win. And they did really well, particularly around the first, the end of the first and second half of that first test. Um, but also in the second test as well, there were times when uh, when they're definitely um, they're definitely playing some sort of uh, I don't know, uh, rock, paper, scissors kind of thing. If we do this, we'll win. If we do that. And, and so, yeah, there's a lot of going on in the scrum that we don't understand. Or I don't understand. I'll be blunt. Uh, but clearly there was stuff going on there. So looking forward to um, Super Rugby Pacific, which will be basically Super Rugby 12s again, um, or at least uh, 12 teams um, that, uh, that you've got on there. Uh, and we also have two new teams in Moana Pacifica and also Fiji Drua. And we have our first five players that have been announced now by the Fiji Drua. So let's just run through those. Uh, and a bit like as a wallaby or as a as an all black you get given a you are all black number xyz or all black number 155 or however many there have been um you have got set some that they're going to do the same thing um as for the fiji drawer so fiji drawer number one and he will always be number one is uh Nap napolan napoli um bolaka uh, who is a um, 24 uh, and uh, a utility back uh, gold medalist at the Tokyo Olympics, um, and so he is he, Fiji Drew number one. And number two is um, uh, Taviti Ikanave, uh, um, who is uh, who is a hooker, uh, has uh, got a couple of caps for um, Fiji Warriors, uh, has played in the uh, NRC for the Drew as well, and is part of the Fiji, uh, the Flying Fijians. Um, the national team, obviously. Number three is Onzi Retabe, uh, who um, uh, stepped up for Bay of Plenty and scored a couple of cracking tries um, this weekend. Um, has been part of the seven squad uh, and also the uh, Flying Fijian squad um, as well. I don't, but I don't think he's capped yet. But um, really did have a cracking game uh, this coming weekend. I'm sorry about butchering the names. I am doing my best, I promise you. Um, uh, we've then got um, Namani Ngusa, uh, who is a uh, back rower. Uh, he is, he'll be number four. Uh, again, another um, 18 caps from um, Fiji. So uh, uh, he's in there. And finally, uh, Simone Kuruvoli um, is uh, the uh, halfback or scrum half in, uh, in, uh, if in European terms, uh, who's uh, a Fiji number 20. Uh, and also got two caps for the national team. So um, picking up a few players there who've got national caps um, and uh, also or, or sevens caps. Uh, so, yeah, so some quality operators that they've, they've got there, Shane. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, uh, I I obviously am Indo-Fijian um, on my mother's side, so I'm really excited to see some Fiji flavour and, and the Moana Pacifica as well. Um, I just, I cannot wait to see them play each other, to be honest. That'll be my highlight for the, um, for the next year's Super Rugby season. Um, I just can't wait to see what the Drew will bring because I think that it'll be, no matter win, loss or draw, they're just going to run you ragged with the ball, which, um, always brings, um, excitement to any rugby fan watching anywhere around the world. And, um... They've obviously built a list that is going to be helping 
the depth and the playing pool for Fiji rugby with their national side. Um, so it's win-win. Um, and can I just make one observational comment, Paul, that it is so good, finally, and, and as much as we loved the old super rugby system up until about six years ago or so, and I did, um, it is so refreshing to have Australian sides, New Zealand sides and Pacific Island sides form a competition and hopefully we can involve Japan um, as the years go by and have a, about a 14-team comp. But, but for, to, to be honest, yeah. time zones and games are going to be played in time zones that we're going to actually really enjoy now. Um, look, I, I think, look, I mean, Japan's setting up their own professional league uh, currently, so I'm, I'm, I, I think Super Rugby has missed the boat in expanding into Japan. Uh, obviously, it, it tried it semi um, with the um, with the Sunwolves, um, but, uh, yeah, they never re didn't really give it the proper backing and support that it needed to, to, to make that work. So, uh, look, I, I think that boat's gone. What we might see is a champion of the Japan League champion of Super Rugby having sort of a final playoff, um, then I think um, that will be uh, uh, th th that'll be how how it will kind of um, uh, how how we might involve Japan in things. But I don't think yeah, expanding. I don't think getting a couple of teams in Super Rugby is likely to happen. I've been proven wrong before, very rarely, obviously, because I'm just so Mr. Right. But um, the uh, but um, obviously, uh, but yeah, that's that, that's how I kind of see things. There was an hour long. Uh, press um, uh, media kind of release from uh, Fiji, uh, Fiji um I, I, I kind of condense that down to nine minutes. Uh, so there is a, if you are a supporter of NZ Sport Radio, you can go over um, and listen to that. Um, it's so if you go to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio, uh, you can become a supporter of uh, New Zealand Sport Radio. Uh, it's a podcast or a video, up to you how you want, how you want to, if you want to listen or watch. But I kind of run through the things that they're doing, such as uh, where they're going to be based in, in, in uh, next year, uh, and also how they've gone about their recruitment as well, and what their targets are, because you know, they've got they've got some really ambitious targets in year one. Um, so the uh, and LB says, do you think more international Fijian PG players will join Super Rugby now? Um, would be good for them to play them together. Look, in the point of, or not the whole point, but. A big point of the Fiji and Drua and Moana Pacifica is to get is to give the island people, uh, the island players, sorry, uh, a, an opportunity um, to play locally and also represent their country. So, do I see some of the uh, Fijian players coming back? Absolutely, I do. Are they going to get paid what they can get paid in Europe? No. Just like we lose um, various players, various Wallabies leave and head overseas, as do um, some All Blacks uh, as well. Uh, look, they won't get their entire squad available, but they will get more of them available. The ones that are prepared for a lifestyle choice to be closer to home, uh, but take less money. Uh, so that's so that, that, that that's kind of what it's going to be a, a call for on the players. Um, that was some of the, uh, some of the lobby players as well. Uh, more recently, especially around COVID, we've seen players coming back. Uh, I mean, James O'Connor, Matt Tamua, um, these kind of players could earn big money overseas but have decided for a lifestyle choice to take a take a pay cut uh, and play in australia um so look there is a yes i do think more players will do 
Um, but I don't think it, I, you know, I think there'll be players like Sami Radrava, um, etc., etc., et will probably um, be uh, stay overseas where they can earn a, twice, maybe ten times as much money as they can um, for the Fiji draw or in Super Rugby. Um, and if anyone's wondering, yeah, the Fijian draw, I think, are, are looking at playing uh, salaries that are at Super Rugby level, not not a global level, not going to compete with Japan. Or, or France, um, but then again, New Zealand rugby doesn't, and the Wallabies don't either. So Australia, so you wouldn't expect them to you expect them to pay at levels, uh, really. So yeah. Um, uh, so said, yeah, look, we've got uh, establishing professional rugby competitions in every continent in the world. Yep, we are now. We've also got Major League Rugby in the states. Again, that's a level. That's probably an MPC or NRL or what used to be the, the National Rugby Championship in Australia levels. So that's got a long way to grow yet to be competitive with some of the other ones. Um, the uh, the one in South America, the Premier League of South America, I think it is something like that. Again, it's perhaps a, lower, a level lower as well. It's got, those, those ones need to take time to grow. Um, but um, and I guess Asia or Southeast Asia is the space um, that um, is yet to, yet, yet to decide. And we'll see. Uh, I mean, Global Rapid Rugby was supposed to go in that space, Shane. But, um, and by the way, folks, I had an interview with, oh, I've just gone blank, uh, the CEO Tony. of, sorry? Was it Tony Lewis? Thank you. Yeah, Tony Lewis, the CEO of West, Western Force, where he talks about what Rapid Rugby could do potentially in the future. Um, so have a, have a listen to that one if you like. Um, but um, the... Uh, um, Super Rugby has to get a proper TV network in the UK and Ireland. I don't think it does. Um, I, the, the, it's a local competition. I'm not sure. I mean, how many people in New Zealand follow the follow the, the, uh, the Gallagher Premiership or the top 14? Really, not very many. Uh, I don't think we would get much of an audience over there, to be honest with you. Um, and LB asks, is New Zealand rugby financing of the uh, Fiji Drua? No, <laughs> put bluntly. Um, the Fijian Drua is getting some support from the Australian government, but not from uh, New Zealand rugby. Uh, and if you, I get more details on that are around the financing of the Fijian Drua is in the uh, supporter special interview, the uh, supporter special piece I did on Fijian Drua. But no, New Zealand rugby is not, fi it's not financed and it's not the single one of Pacifica either. Um, it uh, really has some the uh, some things surely western force can put out a strong team with all the sappers in western australia oh ouch lb now 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 um the uh yes they they are but to be fair western australia well so the western force is looking at producing a lot more local players in their squad uh, and that's happening next season uh they're going to have a very different squad next season um and so, and shane that's really what we want to see from the player teams like the western force the reds etc is bringing through local players isn't it it is, um, and I do note um, the other day that um, a lot of the senior Western Force players, like Jeremy Thrush, um, and very you know someone that's an All Black, and and um, you know they're going out and they're helping the academy players um, and, and with their training and their weights and, and things like that. Western Force have done well within the community to say we are for Western Australia and for Western Australians. 
and I know Western Australians, mate. They they are for that state um, and very it's proud. A separate of country, it. isn't it? Sorry, it's a separate country, uh, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I think they like to think so, but uh, they're proudly Aussie as well. I can tell you, um, and um, and good people. Um, yeah, look, the Reds have got the Reds Academy as well, and you can see a lot of young talent coming through. Brad Thorne's pushed that for the last few years with his side. You can see um, how well he's done with a younger list. Um, he's um, finished runners-up one year, finished premiers the next. Um, and um, make no mistake, I think the Reds will probably be one of the sides to watch in Super Rugby next year, um, as will the Force. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think the force will take some growing because they, they, they are losing three of their Argentinian players. Um, so uh, Thrush has uh, and Olaf Flower uh, and also Rob Kearney as well. So there's a, there's a number of internationals, a lot of experience that are going to be losing next year, but they are bringing through some youngsters and Australian players. Uh, players like Ian Thrush, uh, like Thrush has been around apparently in Western Australia for about six years now. As you say, he is part of the rugby community there, as is um, Kahui. Uh, and they're getting involved in coaching as well as playing as well. So those sort of players are going to be around, uh, but other players will, will will have moved on, as as I say, Tony Lewis covered off the other day. Just around. Um, and I'm about to run out of uh, time on my data clock because um, I'm not at home, as you can tell. Um, so I'm running on data. So sorry if the link has been a bit dodgy today, uh, not had the fibre that we normally do. Normal, normal so should resume tomorrow folks um, in that one. Um, is Super Rugby going to be held in New Zealand or Australia? Well, the idea, hopefully, we have a travel bubble, so it's held in both. Um, so it's not going to be held in one or the other, is the uh, the idea next year. But hopefully we have a travel bubble. But hey, there's a whole lot of water to flow under the bridge before we get to that stage um, from a COVID point of view, folks. Talking of COVID, this is the lockdown um, uh, beers. Uh, which we've been doing through lockdown will continue at level three folks for those of you in auckland um and uh, sorry uh, and yeah in auckland um and thank you folks for i say for all the positive work you guys have been doing about getting yourselves vaccinated about following the rules um and let's get this allowed you to come down to level three tomorrow night which is great to see um that we're getting we're moving in the right direction from that point um shane thank you very much for joining me uh, again, it's it's wonderful having you on over from Australia, and great to see you in that yellow scarf. It's just uh, look, 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 looks beautiful on you, sir. Um, and, uh, and thank you, everyone who's joined us in the live chat. And uh, don't forget, please, folks, do become a supporter of New Zealand Sport Radio. I was the only person at White uh, at FMG Stadium for Waikato versus Canterbury. There was no other media. There was obviously Sky and the radio, who were doing radio commentary, but everyone else wasn't there. There was no other paper media there. I was also the only person, apart from Sky, at Bay of Plenty versus Otago for the Crown Palmer Cup. Um, we really could use your support to uh, uh, to, to, to keep that going. Patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio uh, to help me do that for you folks. Uh, thank you, LB. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, um, Stephen, um, and everyone else who has been in AK as well, who's been in the live chat. Uh, and uh, 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Catch you all tomorrow uh, at uh, 5 p.m.